The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob here and welcome to Kids Off School. I think technically you're not off school because it's Easter holiday, but I wanted to carry on this Kids Off School series and let's be honest, none of us know what day it is. None of us know if it's school time or holiday time. Uh, And I thought this would be a fun one for you kids and adults because it's called How To Be Rich, in brackets, kids, in brackets, and adults. So I've got 11 things I think can help you be a rich kid. Uh, And I think kids of pretty much any age could listen to this. And I think that adults can learn something too. And I think that adults can teach this to their kids. Hopefully uh, I'll have done this in a way that explains it quite clearly and simply. Um, So here we go. So the first thing is to never spend more than you earn and never spend more than you save. Uh, Adults, Uh, We get into this bad habit sometimes because you can get um, debt on credit cards, uh, i.e. you can borrow money that you don't yet have and and, and get credit. And what a lot of adults tend to do is spend more than they earn. Um, Each month they get paid, but they spend a little bit more and then that debt creeps up on them. If you have a rule to never, ever spend more than you earn, you will always make money every time you get paid. Uh, And then when you save money um, and you never spend more than you save, you will grow the money that you earn and you will grow the money that you save. Now, in money, there's something called compounding, which is really powerful, um, i.e. the more money you make, the more money you make um, because of such a, a, a phenomenon, a concept called interest where basically you earn on the money that you've got. And the more money you have, the more interest you earn on your money. Um, But it also works in debt. Like when you go into debt, i.e. you owe someone money, then you're paying them interest. Whereas when you're in credit, um, that means someone's paying you interest. So um, interest compounds, it gets more and more the more you earn or the more, more you owe. So if you always save part of what you earn and you never spend more than you earn, whether it's three, five or 10 years, you're going to be quite rich. And the longer you go, like 10, 20, 50 years, you're going to be very rich. Now, give me a yes in the comments if you like the idea of being really, really rich. Uh, Now, look, you should start saving as young as you can. Um, Anyone on this uh, live stream who is 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, we all wish we'd have started saving when we were 6, 12 and 18 years old. Um, But we didn't because we weren't really taught about money, um, or most of us anyway, uh, and we didn't understand um, the uh, long-term thinking. Generally, as a um, young adult or as a kid, you, you have a shorter term thought process because you haven't got the experience to know the benefits of waiting for things and you're not yet emotionally mature to wait for things. So you enjoy things in the now, um, but then that um, means you can't have the, the fruits of that later. 
Um, and then as you grow up, hopefully you start to see the benefits of longer term thinking, being patient, waiting. And the, the longer you save your money and the more you invest your money and the less you, you spend and the more you earn, the more wealthy you become. But as soon as you take that money and you spend it, it's gone. Um, and then you have to earn it all back again. So start saving from a very young age. Make sure that your parents are getting you down the bank, getting your bank account set up, getting you a junior ISA set up. For those of us that are watching the adults, please can you say hi if you're an adult watching the live. Have you got your kids a junior ISA set up on Hargreaves Lansdowne? Have you got them a proper bank account and a savings account? I hope you have. If not, then that would be um, your home play to do once we're out of this quarantine. Although you could probably set it up online, get it done this week online. Okay, the third thing that you want to do to be rich, starting really young, is you need to look for work. I know it's nice to ask for pocket money. I know it's nice to be given money, but you're never going to get rich being given money because the world doesn't just give money. The world wants what we call fair exchange, which is the next point. So you've got to go out looking for work. Go and look for jobs. Go to your mum and dad and say, hey, look, could I um, clean this? Pa- look, this patio area is blooming filthy. Look at it. This hasn't been cleaned for I don't, since 1985 so I definitely if my son came up to me and said hey dad will you pay me a tenner um, to clean all that or 15 quid or whatever I'd, I'd yeah straight up he's getting that um, now he's only getting paid after once it's done but yeah I would definitely give him that work um, what about washing the car I mean my car's absolutely filthy I tried to um, start that one up the one in the back there I don't know if you can see it the grey one you probably can't quite see it um, but the battery's dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, um, you've got to go and look for work, hunt it out, seek it out and go and serve people. Go and do jobs for people that they value and that they, w- they would pay for. Now, you may have heard the word service and service is what you get in exchange for money. Well, part of the word service is serve. So to serve is to make money. And the more people you serve, the more wealthy you'll become. Now, often when we're younger, we feel that serve is like doing things for other people that are boring or maybe kind of a bit slavery. We don't, you know, we want people to serve us, not have to serve them. But the more people you serve, um, the more money you will make as long as there's fair exchange. So the fourth point is fair exchange. So fair exchange is where you work and you you do a good job and you give a good service and then you get paid fairly for it. Now, fair exchange is the sweet spot where um, you do the job um, and you do it well and you feel grateful and then someone pays you and you feel that that job was worth that money. You feel, again, grateful. Hmm, I did a £10 job and I got paid £10 and I feel that that was worth £10. And then the person who paid you the £10, they feel grateful that they got at least £10 worth of value. That's what fair exchange is. Now, unfair exchange is is, um, out of kilter. If you imagine a seesaw swinging too much the one way or the other way. So unfair exchange is where someone pays £10, but you only did £5 worth of work. And on the other side for you, someone pays £10, but you did £20 worth of work. So when you find fair exchange where you like doing the work and you do a good job and you're happy with it and the money that you received, you're grateful for. And the person who paid uh, feels that what uh, they paid for, the job that you did was worth it. That is scalable. You're doing something you enjoy. You've got um, grateful customers who will refer you. You'll get more work. So if you hate your work, that will probably be unfair exchange. If you're trying to cut corners and do half a job, that'll probably be unfair exchange. If someone won't pay you anything, they want everything for free, then that's probably unfair exchange. You'll know when you find fair exchange because you'll feel good and the person who gave you the job will feel good.
and the money will flow. Okay, so point five then on how to be rich, a rich kid. Just turn that off. Uh, and that is um, you always want to do more than you're paid to do. Now, often when we're kids, we're trying to do a job as quick as possible, cut some corners, blag it, um, pretend that we've done all the work so we can just get the money because we're looking for shortcuts. But long term, what happens is people know that you don't do a proper job and they won't give you the jobs and they won't pay you the money in the future. Whereas if you do a job and do it really well and exceed the expectations and do it even better. Like if I gave my son the job of um, cleaning this patio here, but he cleaned this patio table, which is filthy, cleaned those chairs, he ordered them up. Uh, he put those bikes away uh, and, then he, and then he showed me what he'd done. I'd be like, wow, I only asked you to clean the patio and you've done all of those things. And I might give him a tip or I might pay him a bit more. I think he's definitely getting another job. And if you always do more than you're paid to do, you'll get paid more and then you'll get paid more and then you'll get paid more and then you'll get paid more. OK, also impresses people. It gets people talking about you. It builds a goodwill. Um, and yeah, the, the money will flow to you. OK, the, the, the point six on how to be a rich kid is you have to understand it takes time to be rich. Um, you can't be rich in a day or a week or a month. Um, adults know a thing called kind of get rich quick schemes where people are like promoting and pretending you can get rich like in a day or a week or an hour or by doing no work. That's not how the world works. You have to create value to get paid. And to, sometimes creating value is work and it's hard. Um, it's not always hard. Sometimes it's smart. Um, sometimes you figure out a problem and you solve something for someone. But it takes time to be rich. You have to stick at it. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing well. Uh, and if you do something well for long enough, you'll get rewarded. And anything uh, that is, is, is kind of too easy usually is a, a bit empty. Empty, it doesn't really feel that good afterwards because it was too easy. Or um, th there's an empty pay packet because it was too easy. Uh, and that's something, again, when you're younger, you, you, you're always looking for easy. Uh, and don't go out looking for easy. Go out looking for good. Go out looking for quality. Do a good job. Do a hard job. Do a job better than anyone else. Andy has just said here, attitude is everything and people love enthusiasm. Amen. People will love it. Oh, look, there's a load of chairs over there. He can do all of those as well. Oh, look, my, um, can you see the sign, sign in my gym just over here? You see, look, it's broken there. The fence is broken. He can fix that as well. Uh, <laughs> he's only nine, bless him. Um, but yeah. OK, the next thing then. Um, uh, so let me just finish number six. And that. So you've got to think long term. You've got to not just think, oh, I'm going to be rich tomorrow. I'm going to be rich in a week or a month or a year. You've got to keep going and think maybe I'll be rich in three years or five years or 10 years or 20 years. I don't know, but my time will come. But I've got to stick out because if you give up, you go back to the beginning. It's like snakes and ladders. If you get all the way up to number 70, up a few big ladders, but then you go down a big snake back to zero again, then you've reset and you've lost all your hard work. So you have to keep going. OK, number seven then is to reach as many people as you can. Um, you can either sell something expensive to a few people um, or you can sell something cheap to a lot of people or you can sell something in the mid range to a lot of people. So in there I have, I don't know if you can see that Ferrari Testarossa there. So um, there's a Lamborghini behind that. So that Lamborghini I bought was about 300,000 pounds. So at 30% margin, let's say that's 90,000 pound margin. You only have to sell, a, a, you know, a hundred of them and that's a nine million margin. Um, so you, you can see if you have very expensive items, you don't need to sell massive quantities. But of course, 
to create a £300,000 car, that's a lot of work and effort and money put in. Um, this Zoom H1 is £100 and it probably costs £20 to make. And because I need to sell hundreds of thousands of them, maybe even millions to make the same as selling 100 Lamborghinis. Um, if you uh, make post-it notes, you know, you might make £1 with a 20 pence margin on a pack of post-it notes and you need to sell hundreds of millions of those to make money. So you've got to think about um, how many you need to sell um, to make the money that you need to make. Are you going for quite low cost and therefore lowish profit margin, but you're going to sell loads of them? Or are you going for a higher cost um, and a higher profit margin and you, you know, you're going to sell less of them? Doesn't really matter. But the more people you can reach and sell to, the more rich you're going to be. So using the network effect of um, the Internet, which is the best um, and most globally reaching network effect, social media, the Internet, um, you know, YouTube, Facebook, podcasts, these you can reach millions. You could even potentially reach billions of people online for free on these big, wide networks. I mean, there were many networks before. Um, the internet, there was telecommunications, there's air travel, there's um, steel, which created rail and, you know, um, sort of postal and travel went through rail. But the quickest and the, the, the widest reaching by, um, by a mile is the internet. And of course, if you're watching this and you're a kid, you don't know the world before internet. So your opportunities are really better than they've ever been. I'm now I'm going to sound like a bit of an old git, but you know, back in my day, there was no internet. You had to walk down to the local shop. You had to sell things to people in your village. It was hard. Now you can set up a YouTube channel and run ads and you can monetize podcasts and Facebook lives and supporters and stars and Patreon, ah, Twitch, TikTok. Honestly, you kids have got it easy. Um, okay, number eight then is you have to sell. Uh, and to, to be rich and to make money, you have to embrace and learn how to sell. Now, I love selling and most entrepreneurs love selling. Um, selling is just giving someone something that they want to buy in exchange for money. People don't so much like being sold to, but people love to buy. So give people the opportunity to buy, um, which means sometimes you have to um, oh, look, there's my dog. Ralphie, Ralphie. <laughs> He's a bit dozy, bless him. So, you know, whether it's stuff to the kids in the playground, whether it's stuff to people online, uh, there has to be a transaction. A transaction is money exchanged for goods and services. So there's some people when they get older, they don't really like selling. They worry about getting rejected. They think that they're encroaching or... Um, and, you know, hassling people. As kids, you don't care. You hassle your mum and dad. If you want something, you go get it. Mummy, 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 daddy, daddy. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. And if you keep that attitude as an adult, you're going to do well. Now, make sure there's fair exchange when you sell. Don't sell something to someone that's no good. Because if you're really good at selling, there's a saying that someone, a good salesperson can sell snow to the Eskimos. And what that saying means is anyone who's really good at selling can sell anything. Well, that's fine, but you've got to make sure that the product and service is good, that there's fair exchange, which I mentioned earlier. Um, but uh, parents, if you're watching, make sure you teach your kids to sell, teach them to love to sell, teach them that um, charisma, that audacity, that cheek, that ability to shrug off rejection and not take rejection. You know, we all had that when we were kids and then we learned rejection. We learned to feel pain. Uh, we learned embarrassment. We learned um, shame. <clears throat> I mean, we always had those emotions as a child, 
But we didn't get them when someone didn't buy our product or service. We didn't care if we wanted it, we went out and got it. Um, you also need to know about margin. So margin is the amount of profit that you make. So let's say this is £100, this Zoom H1 recorder. Um, now, there's not going to be £100 of profit margin in that. Um, it's impossible to have 100% profit margin because there's always a cost to create, create something. This had to be built and made. There's um, materials that, that cost money. And then it has to be marketed and listed. And um, there's all sorts of fees associated with selling this. So a, a good profit margin might be 30% or 20%. Um, so if you sell something for um, 100 quid and it costs you 70 quid or 60 quid or 50 quid, then, you know, you're making good money. If you could make a, um, it could cost you 50 quid and you can sell it for 100 quid, that's really good going. Um, so you've always got to work out what your profit margin is in anything that you sell. Now, when you're selling services like mentoring, masterminding, coaching, done for you services or people are, um, you know, donating to your Patreon or your um, TikTok um, or your YouTube because they get value from your product or service, then that's really high margin. There's no cost of material or to build. Um, the, the, the only cost is your time, the time cost. Okay, nine of 11 ways to be rich as a kid and as an adult to teach your kids and probably for your adults to learn as well is to solve problems. So um, entrepreneurs solve problems for um, profit. Uh, they take risks uh, in the hope of profit. So entrepreneurs are really problem solvers. Um, and if you uh, see the world as um, problems uh, and you look around going, oh, that looks broken. That could be easier. That could be better. Um, I interviewed the CEO of Netflix, or the first CEO and co-founder of Netflix. And he said, I walk around seeing everything as a problem. It's like I put glasses on that just spot problems in everything. And he's not saying that to be negative. He's saying that because he wants to spot all the problems. So then he can offer the solution. And the solution is where you make the money. So what do people need? What are people's pains? What are people's struggles? Um, if you can find those, seek those out, um, and then you can fix them or create a product or a service which can help them, then they'll pay you for it. Because people pay you to fix their problems. Uh, they pay you to serve them and to solve for them. And the more meaningful the problem is and the more uh, wide-reaching and scalable and common the problem is, the more money you're going to make. Okay, then point 10 of 11 is to learn, study and read all about money. So I wrote... Um, probably the best-selling book in money in the last two or three years um, in the UK called Money, No More, Make More, Give More. Money, No More, Make More, Give More. Um, uh, so you can find that on Amazon or Audible if you prefer listening to audio, which I do. Um, anything you can learn about money from your parents, from their friends, from YouTube videos, from podcasts, listen to podcasts on money. I have a money podcast. Um, listen to podcasts you know, on, on business and selling and e-commerce. Learn it, study it, read it. The more you learn, the more you earn. And then finally, 11, hang around wealthy people. Um, there's some people that say you are the total of the five people you spend the most time with. Uh, and they say that, um, you know, um, how people are close to you will rub off on you. We're all impressionable. We all take on traits of other people. So if you hang around wealthy people, successful people, people who, who've learned and studied money, who um, have got successful businesses, who are good at selling, their traits will rub off on you naturally. 
Um, whereas if you hang around with a load of people who are a bit negative and, you know, just find a, and um, we say find a problem for every solution, then that's going to rub off on you too. And you're just going to feel it. So um, hopefully your mum and dad have got um, people they know that are successful and wealthy. See if you can get an introduction to them. All your friends at school, maybe some of the parents are quite well off who have got the nice cars, the good businesses. And, you know, maybe you can um, talk to them through the children, um, you know, your friends at school. But honestly, that will um, pay you dividends. Right. So let me do a summary for you of the 11 ways on how to be rich, a rich kid. And maybe adults can learn from this too. Number one, never spend more than you earn. Um, number two, never spend more than you save. Number three, save as much as you can for as young as you can. Look for work. Um, so make sure that you're finding jobs and finding a way to serve people. Service, the first part of the word service means to serve. Next one is fair exchange, which is the sweet spot between grateful employer who pays you to do the job and you gratefully receiving the money and happy that the, the job was worth the money. Uh, five, always do more than you're paid to do. Six, it takes time to be rich, um, but not a lifetime. So make sure you think longer term and don't give up and don't get disheartened if it doesn't happen as quick as you'd like. Um, number seven, reach as many people as you can through the internet and um, network online, the internet, social media, um, YouTube, Facebook, podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. There's so many of them. LinkedIn. Um, number eight is to learn to sell, love selling, see selling as creating solutions, see selling as giving people things that they need. People don't really like being sold too, too hard, but they love to buy. So um, make sure that you uh, give them a way to buy your products and services. Number nine is to make sure you solve problems, meaningful problems, small problems to lots of people, big, big problems to not so many people. Make sure that your products and services are what people need. Um, number 10, learn, study and read and list of podcasts and audiobooks all about money. And the more you learn, the more you earn. And then finally, hang around wealthy people and their wealth will rub off on you, or at least their knowledge and their and, and partnerships and opportunities will rub off on you. They might invest in you. They might connect you with the right person because wealthy people are usually very well connected. Cool. So how did we do? 22 minutes on Kids Off School video five. I can't believe we've done five of these. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Stay safe. Stay humble. Stay hungry. <laughs>